you're first in points and uh also your top you know few points here is you've won a race and also you've been top three each and every time so that's really great on your end and everything uh so so far in the season how i mean are you very happy with your results so far jake uh, so far, we've done really, really well. Um, I've had more seconds this season than I think I ever have, and we're only into June, uh-huh. uh, which is always a tough deal for me because, I mean, we're not there to wear second. We're always there to win. Uh, but we can't be more thankful to be out there leading the point series, that kind of stuff, too. Um, we're actually running second in Salina as well, but we're doing that with a DNF, so that's kind of cool. Um, the first night of the year, we've been a right recoil over at half, so, you know, for the tough odds we had, glad to be fighting back and getting that close to the points battle there. And, um, other than that, we've had a really good, fast, consistent car. That's uh, one flying race, the only DNF we've had. And for the car we're in, we're having a lot of fun. All good. Uh, looking at the top five here in the modified class for you, ladies and gentlemen, is right now top five, Jim Graves. He is 123 points, only 32 points behind. Fourth and third place is tied at 136, only 19 behind Jake. And that is Casey Joe Walker, Wonger, and Danny Keller. And then right there behind Jake is the Buckland Bomber in the 85C car. That's Clay Sellard at 151. And Jake, you're sitting at 155. And the next question I had for you was... uh, Obviously, you've won a championship at Salina, so you've had the pressure behind you before. But I wanted to ask you and let the fans uh, try to get in on it. But pressure of being in first place and tough competition behind you. How are you feeling at Dodd City Raceway Park so far? So running first in points is almost a confidence booster for me, not so much a, what would you call it, kind of a pressure there. Uh-huh. It makes you feel good every time you're over the racetrack, get ready to strap in and put your helmet on and go. Uh Clay Seller and everybody else behind me is all really great competition. I mean, I can't ask for a better competition to go out there and race. I mean, I'm sure you saw that video from a couple weeks back last time we got to race at Dodge, and Clay and I put on one hell of a show, um, sitting there trading spots, sliding back and forth, and um, Clay ended up just getting a little bit of a split spot and turning it around. It wasn't really like Clay. He and I spent quite a bit of time talking about what really happened there, because I like to consider everybody that I race with good buddies outside of here, too, so it's always a lot of fun, but when it's time to put that helmet on, it's all go, it's all business. Yeah. Uh, definitely what I was expecting too. Yeah, that video of you guys going back and forth. It seems like you guys got quite the friendly rivalry going on right now. I mean, this points battle has been the closest it's been in a long time. Only four points behind you as Clay Sellard. So, you know, this is this got to be fun for both of you, and also definitely fun for the crowd. Oh, absolutely. I mean. There's nothing better to be able to be in the seat and be up front there and put on a great show for the fans, and I hope they're enjoying it, having a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, like I said before, Clay and I just, you know, we go, we are so close all the time, and uh, actually the last time we got to go race, we got rained out this weekend, mm-hmm. uh, the weekend we just had. Um, we were trying to run uh, Salina and then Dodge, because uh, we run Salina every Friday night, and then uh, we flip-flop Hayes and Dodge City, whoever's running for that weekend. And then we even tried to go down to Ardmore, but with watching the weather, we just decided to play it safe and call it off. And, of course, you know the fact that we didn't drive down the race, but if we drove down there, we wouldn't have been racing either. So part of the game there, too, just part of lady luck. Um, <laughs> but outside of that, everywhere I race with Clay, we're always up front. Um, actually, he beat me both at Salina and Hayes the last two times we were there. Um, so I've definitely got some stiff competition for sure. 
Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, checking over, we're going to go to our first break, everyone. And before we do, Jake, do you like rock and roll? Absolutely. All right. Well, we'll play some rock and roll for everyone here on the Pit Pass Racing Show. It's always fun. We, we always have music during the show, and that's what makes us a little bit different from all the other shows. But, yeah, let's play some rock and roll. How about... Let's play some Nirvana. Here's Heart Shaped Box from 1993. We'll be back and talking more with our special guest, and that's Jake Nightingale. We'll be back. That's right. Welcome back to the Pit Pass Racing Show, everyone. And once again, I am joined here by my special guest, and that is Jake Nightingale. And Jake, uh, so working at the shop, and now you're taking a break here uh, on the Pit Pass Racing Show. Yeah, sure, sure am. Still out here at work. Actually, got my office door shut for a nice quiet environment. Have this conversation, buddy. <laughs> oh man! All right, this is the favorite part of the segment where we try to get the fans involved with you, get learn a little bit more about you. And, and the first question we had for you, Jake, was what is your where is your favorite racetrack? Can can be anywhere. That for sure has to be the fairgrounds at Hutchinson, the old Hutchinson National. Hudson uh, Fairgrounds. hometown for one, but uh, it's not really just about the hometown thing. It's more of it's just a it's just my favorite environment to race on. It's a big, flat, sandy half mile. I mean, you know, super high mile an hour compared to what we're used to. So it's always a lot of fun there. I won my very first time there, and I haven't won since. I've always been close, but just not quite there. I'm gonna try to do it one more time this year, I think. Yeah, uh, for the fans that don't know, this is the last year. Uh, so far officially by the fairgrounds people where this will be the final Hutch Nationals show and yeah Jake how, how do you feel about you know Hutch Nationals this last year for it well I mean it's kind of a heartbreaker for me you know obviously being my favorite racetrack and being my hometown they've already lost one dirt track back in that town I'm not really sure what year that deal shut down I was going to try to race there when they were supposed to open it up back about 10 years ago back in 13 but that didn't end up happening. I ended up racing a go-kart that year for my first year and ran that like six or seven times and jumped in the modified the following year at 81 Speedway and took off of that and, you know, all the way up to where we're at now. Uh, but at the same point there, too, I mean, I understand why the fair boards are making the decision they are, but that doesn't mean I like it. I mean, we're all going to have to make decisions that we don't like, but the fair board just wasn't super optimistic about what kind of reports they were seeing and what the return was on running that track. They're going to try to do something else with it, is what I hear. Uh, yeah. Yep, I I understand too, but just you know the racer in me just really sad about it. <laughs> oh, for sure. With all the you know over a hundred years of racing history out there, and the fun shows we get to put on there, actually, my chassis builder is the winningest driver ever on that year, Bill Buddy Holmes. Uh, he's won there thirty-five times. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Next best guy was like seventeen or something like that. So I definitely got somebody good sitting on the car to try to put me in the winner's circle there for that for this final year. <laughs> all right, and then. Uh, the next question we had for you, Jake, is, and I think a lot of people might be able to guess this one, but who is your favorite race car driver of all time? Can be from World of Outlaw, NASCAR, dirt racing. Who's your favorite race car driver of all time? Well, I think I have to go with the old Raps namesake there with Earnhardt Sr., the old Intimidator. Um, I remember a couple, my couple first nights of racing when Buddy Mullins and Tanner started helping me as um, I was getting a little uh, excessive on using my front bumper, shall we say that. Just got tired of waiting on people once I finally had a race car that could get up and go. And 
Buddy gave, buddy gave me a look and I said, if you're going to race like that, you're going to have to learn how to fight like it too. And luckily, we haven't had to do any of that. Kind of calmed down after that and still drive like him, though. We're always right there up on people's bumpers, driving as far and as hard as they'll let me go. <laughs> the old intimidator. All right. Uh, if you had a unlimited budget, Jake, is there any other class that you wish you could race? So that kind of brings up two different deals. Um, I've always thought the USAC wingless front car guys are, you know, just for lack of nice that's pretty badass. Those guys are, you know, out of control all the time on the hammer. I've never seen shows put on anything like those guys. It'd be that or the US MPS guys for sure. You know, I do actually enjoy this freight and I like it a lot more than I thought I would, but they're just something about eight hundred horse open motors and big five eighth mile racetrack and all the way down to little bitty bull rings like Humboldt. Um, had the pleasure to race those guys a couple times, but we're just not quite as competitive with those guys, you know, on the setup and situation that we're in, but that's something I'd love to do someday, too. <laughs> All right. And then our final question of segment number two, and everyone's favorite, but do you have a favorite concession sand food? Well, tell you the truth, at most racetracks, I'm usually a hot dog or a full of sausage kind of guy. But out at Old Dodge City Raceway Park, I've had the privilege to try their um, brisket quesadilla and their brisket mac and cheese, and it's a pretty tough toss-up for which two of those would be my favorite. They're both pretty good. <laughs> yep, the brisket mac and cheese at Dodge City Raceway Park definitely gets two thumbs up. That's some good stuff down there. I wouldn't argue with it for a second. If somebody's offering me that, I'll take two bowls of it. <laughs> All right. Well, everyone, uh, that was our final question here in segment two. We're going to take another break here and come back to our final segment here with Jake Nightingale here on the Pit Pass Racing Show here on Super Hits 95.5. And we're going to play some more uh, great rock and roll here on Super Hits. That's right. Welcome back, everyone, to the Pit Pass Racing Show. We're going to go to our final segment here with our special guest, and that's Jake Nightingale, the 3J of the IMCA uh, modified class here and and jake's also been telling us that he is a usra driver as well <laughs> yep done a little bit of everything if it's got a modified <laughs> all right well jake uh we're gonna go into our final segment here uh, first question we had for you was was there any when you came out into the 2023 season was there any goals you had set in mind Oh, for sure. So, to talk about that and, you know, kind of keep it short and sweet here, when I first got this IMCA deal, what I like about it is, for one, there's quite a few more tracks here in Kansas I can run at instead of just two there over in Wichita and Humboldt. The other side of that coin, too, is there's a lot more points I can chase and stay here in my state of Kansas. And I can run Nebraska and Oklahoma a little bit there, too, but you understand what I'm saying. Um, I first got was like, you know what, let's see what we can do in regards to the state, and then if we win the state, we can go chase the region the following year, and if we can get the region done, let's go for the whole nation. And we actually won the state last year. We won it by 285 points, our first full year IMC racing, so that was really cool. Um, so I had a bit of a lead there. Um, you kind of have an advantage during the way the points work there, though, if you run more volume. It's not near as challenging to win those as it is the uh, region or the nation. The uh, region and the nation both take your best 26 out of 52. Um, and we ended up second in the region last year, too. So we had one guy to beat, and that was old Jordan Grabowski. And Jordan won the whole nation last year. Uh Actually, as we said, I believe I'm only three points out of the regional lead as we speak, too, so that's really pretty cool. Uh, uh, just that one bad night at Salinas really is what's killing me on those points. I, uh, so hopefully we can, once this average takes place and we all get more than, you know, 26, 
30, 40, 50 shows going, we can uh, come out up top. I gotcha. Uh, Jake, is there any big races you have circled on your calendar, such like as uh, Boone Nationals or Gateway you're looking for, just trying to figure out where you're all racing at? Of course. So uh, my primary schedule um, is really just Salina, Dodge City, and Hayes. Um, the big show stuff, we're for sure going back for Boone again this year. Uh, we got knocked out in a Thursday heat race by a lap car, of all things. And I'm not going to go out on my Boone series like that, a one-and-done try deal, and, you know, just call it quick. We're not going back to that. We're going back. We had a way too good of a car to get knocked out like where we were running second in our heat race, and we would have been locked into a fall fire, and we would have been in the main show, I've got a feeling, if we would have had the chance to run it all the way through that night. Um, yeah, it was just close. And then, of course, the Nationals, all that kind of good stuff, too, and whatever more fun shows get thrown our way. All right. And then, Jake... All season long, I know we've been talking during the break and stuff, saying that you've been really enjoying uh, this car that you've been racing for a while. It's like a 2016, and you have a new car, uh, but this old car just keeps doing well for you. So I was just going to ask you, uh, how's your car feeling this year? Uh, so far, the car's been really, really good. Um, so this year, we actually stripped the car down all the way to a bare chassis, which we typically do almost every year. Um, but we did that this time. I had to repowder coat it. Uh, the car you guys are watching me drive actually was uh, in the PRI show up in Indianapolis, so we had to have it looking perfect for that and all kinds of fresh new parts. It was really supposed to just be a backup car this year, uh, but it's just put on a lot of great shows, and I've got a hard time getting out of it. I mean, I'm super excited to drive this new car, but I'm just scared of my life. The old car more than new one, just I'm so comfortable with that seat. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, Jake, let's go to our final question here, and this one should be very easy for you. Is there any family, friends, or sponsors you'd like to thank? Of course. Well, you know, first thing first, I got to thank my mom and dad for, you know, giving me the opportunity to be out here and do everything that I am. And, you know, at least, you know, for as long as I've been racing, you know, this being my ninth season, you know, letting our 15-year-old kid jump on the modified and go. Um, but in regards to sponsors, we got to talk about Mel and Ford, of course, um, ME Ford Racing, too. Um, that's one of the, that's our huge racing shot. I mean, anything you guys can think of, whether it's dirt, car, drag, tires, anything in between, uh, every single part on my car came off our showroom. That's pretty cool to think about. Um, then we got Big Corner Creative, which is my wrap shop, CG products. Um, and, uh, really at the end of the day, I got to thank Buddy and Tanner too. Without those two guys, we wouldn't be anywhere near close to what we're doing today. And I can't thank them for giving me all the time and effort that they have. All right. Well, Jake, uh, thanks for joining us. Really had a fun time talking to you today. And, and once again, we'll, uh, I, I think the next race we'll probably see you at here. Are you going to be here for the Dave uh, Garmin Memorial here at Dodd City Raceway Park? Is that the 16th and 17th deal? It sure is. Yes, sir, we'll be. All That's right. our plan. All right. Well, everyone, uh, come on out to the 16th and 17th of the Dave Garman Memorial. We'll have a fast view with Kyler up next to talk more about it, but it's going to be a big show. Late models, modified sport mods, and mod lights will be there. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, uh, once again, Jake, thanks for joining us, and we'll have the fans start cheering you on in the 3J uh, Wrangler-looking Dale Senior Modified. Appreciate it more you know, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. Can't wait to see you guys soon. All right. Well, everyone, that was Jake Nightingale. He is the IMCA modified driver in the 3J car.